let's get down to business. Thanks for coming out tonight. I wrote me a manual, a step-by-step booklet for you to get. Oh, I make money moves. You can't see me. My time is now. What up, what up, what up, guys? Welcome back to the Fitness Times Business Podcast. My name is Joseph Metzel. I am your host, and I'm joined in this episode of Fitness Times Business by Leah. Hello. Back for another episode, back for another installment. Back again. I'm excited to have you in this episode because this is something that we've been talking uh, on and off about for, for quite some time now. Mm. The title of this episode, guys, is What is Normal? And before we get into... What we're going to talk about in this episode, and I, and you know, I really just want to, before we get stuck into it, I want to frame it correctly because I want to give a bit of background to the listeners and the viewers about how we got the idea of this episode. But before I do, a little bit of housekeeping Mm -hmm. because I always like to remind the listeners and the viewers why you guys are tuning in. And for those of you tuning in for the first time, because we see the stats and we know there's a bunch of people that tune in the first time for every new episode. Mm You guys are tuning into Fitness Times Business because you're trying to level up. You're trying to level up in fitness. You're trying to level up in business. You're trying to level up in life. And you're searching for practical advice, tips and tricks based on real life experience to help you reach that next level in whatever area of your life you're trying to level up in. Now, this episode kind of came about through a couple of different trains of thought. The first one is I wanted to do another episode of Fitness Times Business to help you guys out with dealing with this pandemic period, dealing with COVID-19, coronavirus, because it's becoming pretty obvious now. I think I think a lot of us, and you know, feel free to agree or disagree, Leah. Yeah. I think a lot of a lot of us were kind of like you know, the pandemic period started end of March, start of April for most countries. And then we kind of, you know, we went April, May, June, and then restrictions started getting eased. And we're like, okay, cool. We're, you know, we're, we're sailing out of this. Right. We're on the up and up. Mm. And now in most countries, it's pretty obvious that we're nowhere near the, the, the end of this pandemic period. This is going to be here for a lot longer than, we, you know, we expected or we were led to expect or, mm-hmm. you know, have, regardless, I think a lot of us were a little bit confused right. as to how long this was going to be around. So I, I've been wanting to do another piece of content and, we, you know, we have done a bunch of this of, uh, we have done a bunch of episodes of Fitness Times Business specifically about how to get through this period. So, you know, guys, if you haven't, and for real, for real, I'm not just saying this to go and get you to go back and listen to episodes, but I actually am because there is some really good fucking content in this podcast specifically designed to help you through this pandemic period. There's rethinking Rona, which is the episode that, that I did on mental health, Mm -hmm. the five tips and tricks to actually get through this period and take care of your mental health during this period. That is like the, I honestly think that's the best episode of fitness times business we've ever created. I think so. It's really practical. Yeah. You know, the five tips and practical tips yeah. and tricks to do with your mental health. We did the personal development pandemic, which is about using the pandemic period as the opportunity to work on your personal development. We did the routine reshuffle, which was practical tips and tricks on how to reshuffle your routine during this, this, unprecedented time. That's mm-hmm. kind of the, that's what people that's, are calling it. Unprecedented calling it. time uh-huh. during this pandemic period to kind of, you know, uh, get through, uh, and entitlement exposure, 
which was also one of my favorite that's episodes. My, that's my favorite which one. Which was I like that one a the lot. smack in the face <laughs> to make sure that you're not doing stupid shit when it comes to entitlement. So there are a lot that we've done a lot of episodes. And with this episode in mind, I was like, well, I don't want to, I don't want to go like that's been done. Yeah. I don't want to like repeat myself because those episodes are there and guys if you haven't listened to them please go back and listen to them even if you have mm. and you need a little refresher especially that rethinking rona the mental health episode everyone should go back and listen to especially now because it's becoming pretty obvious that this situation is fucked yeah and completely out of control on the other hand i've been doing a little bit of research through my social media and the one piece that comes to mind and you mentioned this uh yesterday leah mm -hmm. uh, or a couple of days ago yeah. was that ig story that i did yeah where i was like you know it was a little poll on my on my personal instagram at joseph menzel and it was like there were three questions the first question was um are you uh, looking forward to the pandemic period being over right and, and it was like majority answered yes, yes. yep and the next question was, are you looking forward to it being over so that things can get back to normal? Yeah. And it was like 85, Pretty I think much. it was 85, 86% yes. Yep. And then the very next question was, do you think things will ever get back to normal? And 85% said no. So I'm like scratching my fucking head. <laughs> I'm going, okay, so everyone wants this to be over. Yeah. 100% because this, this is shit. We know that. Yep. But the reason for most people wanting the period to be over is to get back to normal, but most people don't think it's going to get back to normal. Confusing as hell. And so I'm putting these together and I'm like, nah, we got we to sit down and we got to do some content on this because this is, this is a problem. This is a real problem. And I think the one thing that I've noticed is it's kind of a, it's a function of the human condition is that we are wired to focus on certainty. Mm -hmm. As humans, we don't like uncertainty. The reason why we don't like uncertainty and, and volatility is because it makes us feel vulnerable. Mm. It makes us feel uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And it makes us feel negative emotions, fear, anxiety, uh, frustration, anger, all this sort of shit. So we're kind of wired to focus on certainty. And at the moment, the only thing that we have certainty over regarding the pandemic period mm -hmm. is that it has an end date. Mm -hmm. At some point, it'll be pandemic over and it'll be from this point onward, it is something, it's in the past. Mm -hmm. It's a historic event. It's done. It has an end date. Just like everything else, every other challenge that we've faced as a human race or that we faced individually, mm -hmm. one by one. Perhaps you've, you've been through, um, you know, significant challenges in your personal life, significant health challenges, whatever it is. Every challenge that we face has an end date. Mm -hmm. And because we're kind of wired to focus on certainty, I think a lot of us now are really hyper-focusing on the end date of the pandemic period. Yep. That's where, that's where we are like tunnel vision. Like, I can't wait for this shit to be over. Mm -hmm. This is bullshit. I don't like the uncertainty. I don't like the volatility. I don't like not knowing what's going to happen next. I just want it to be over. Mm -hmm. And that's all I'm focused on. Right. And 
I think the great tragedy in this and the more that I think about it and the more that I kind of dig and the more conversations I have with people and the more information, you just shared an article with me literally before we walked into this and like reading stuff like that. And the article was about business adaptation pre and post COVID effectively. Yeah. And, you know, businesses being in a rush to get back to normal when actually normal was shit. Yeah. <laughs> I think that, the, the, you know, the great tragedy in all of this is so many of us are going to, when we reach the end date, mm -hmm. so many of us are going to look back at the pandemic period and go, fuck, I really didn't use that as an opportunity to really decide if I even liked normal. Yeah. I was in such a rush to get back to normal. Let's go quote unquote. Yeah. I was in such a rush to get back to quote unquote normal mm -hmm that I actually didn't take the time during the pandemic period to even ask the question if quote unquote normal was something I wanted to go back to. Yeah. And so that's the basis for this episode. It's been a long intro, but I really wanted just to, 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 to frame this for you guys so that you understand where we're coming from and you understand the reasons for doing this episode and why this episode is so important and why we've called it what is normal. I've spoken too much already. Go ahead. You've got like 10 minutes of catching up to do. <laughs> yeah, pass me the talking stick yeah, so you I have can the start speaking. Stick. You may speak. Yeah, look, uh, what is normal and, and why the rush to get back there is, yeah. is, is what we're talking about. I mean, and when are we going to get back to this normal that people are speaking about? Yeah. Um, I know we had a brief discussion about it last night and my biggest concern was – that we actually don't know when this is going to end. We, we, yeah, we don't have certainty on what when the end date is, but yeah. we do know that there is going to be an end date. Yeah, so... Right, it might be... Listen, I don't want to scare the shit out of the no, listeners. No, and let's, let's no one knows. Them. Like, I yeah. don't fucking know, yeah. right? It could be mm. the end of 2020, right? Which I think is what people think it, it, it is going to happen. Like, yeah. you see all the posts on social media, you know, let's write off 2020. Yeah. Um, my birthday doesn't count this year. Yeah. Uh, Alexa, skip to next year. Yeah. Like, those sorts of posts. Yeah. And, yeah, I'm, I'm, I sit there and I go, well, do you guys think that, you know, we're going to tick over to 2021? And, like, mm. that's it? Well, this is – okay, so this is the problem with hyper-focusing on the end date as a means of certainty when you actually don't have certainty of the end date. No. Because you fall into this trap exactly what you're talking about mm. is like riding off this period yep. because you're so focused on getting it over with. Yeah. You're so focused on, fuck, all right, well, 2020 is done yep. and that's it, pandemic. So I can just put 2020 over here in this fucking box and just write it off mm. and it never happened. And then 2021, beautiful, I'm good to go. Right. But guys, what if this pandemic lasts for three years. What if 2020, mm -hmm. we get to J January 1st, 2021, yeah. and we're still in pandemic period. Yeah. And, you know, people are saying at the moment we're in second wave. We're not in second wave. Mm. We're in first wave. We haven't even gotten out of the first wave yet. Yeah. What if second wave hits start of 2021? Yeah. And then 2021's a write-off. You're going to do the same shit 2021? Mm. And what if we get to 1st of January 2022 and we still don't have a vaccine and we still don't have herd immunity and we're still dealing with, I don't know, third wave, fourth wave flare ups, all this fucking bullshit. Are you then going to write off 20? Like if you, if you have that mindset mm. of writing off the present because you're so focused 
on the certainty of an end date, but you don't know when that end date is, where does that write-off stop? Yeah. Well, let's like let's talk about the actual problem that it's presenting because, yeah, if you are waiting and you are sitting on your hands and, and, and time is ticking by and you're mm. kind of like, well, I will. let's talk about, say, fitness. Yeah. Let's talk about the fitness realm. So with your fitness regime, you're mm. waiting for the pandemic period to be over and your, yeah. you know, your training's changed yeah. and, and your, your nutrition has changed and you're kind of like, yeah, look, this is okay because on the other side of this, you know, that's a quite a common, we, we hear that a lot now on yeah. the other side, on the other side, yeah. um, on the other side, I'll, I'll get back into it. Mm. You know, things will go, when things go back to normal, you know, I'll go back into like a good routine and, you know, back on, back on track with my plan and stuff like that. And that's a problem mm. in itself because right now you you've undone some good habits. You've, you, you're forming these new habits during this pandemic period um, of, the way that you were training, the way that you were eating. Um, and really, really unrealistically, you're thinking like, you know, like Thanos is going to snap his fingers yeah, and you're just going to go back into the habits that you had pre-pandemic. Mm. Like that's delusional, mm. you know? So that, that, that for me is, is a big problem that that's presenting itself. So from a practical advice perspective, so let's, let's start now with, with, with the practical advice that we can give to the listeners, because a lot of people resonating with this, yeah. right? You, you, like you said, you see it on social media. I see it on social media. I see the Facebook posts. I, I hear people talk to me about it in person. I'll just, you know, 2020, whatever it's mm. done, you know, we're in, what are we now? August. We're more than halfway. There's only four or five months left in the year. May as well just cruise yeah. for the rest of it. And you can see you, it's like watching a car crash in slow motion. You're like, motherfucker, you're going to do the same thing 2021. Yeah. You're going to do the same thing 2022. Yeah. You know what? Pandemic period might be over. Yeah. You're going to continue doing the same fucking thing. Yeah. Because now you've built this routine and this habit around writing off things that don't fit into your perfect little fucking world. Mm. So what's the, what's the practical advice we can give on this first and foremost? I think, you need to accept that this is it. Yeah. This is, don't, don't, there is no normal to go back to. There is no end date. There is no end date. You're not going to go back to normality. Yeah. That's not a thing. Yeah. This is it. And you need to start finding ways to, to adapt and, and be fluid to the fact that this is it. Yeah. So for, from this day onwards, don't, mm. don't sit on your hands and wait mm. for, for things to go back to how they once were for you. Yeah. You know, and that's with fitness and, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about business in a sec, but exactly the same thing. Yeah. You know, if you've had to adapt the role that you, if you're an employee and you've had to adapt your role and you're, you know, you're doing things in your job description that pre pandemic weren't really what, what you were used to doing yeah. and you've kind of had to, you know, go in a little bit of a different direction with, with what you're, what's required of, of your role yeah. and things like that. And you're like, oh, you know, well, this isn't normally what I do. So I'm just going to cruise through this. And, mm. you know, and that's the mentality that you've adopted. And you're like, oh, you know, what well, on the other side of this, then when the pandemic ends, I'll, I'll go back to my role that I had pre-pandemic and, you know, things will go back to normal and my job will go back to normal. Yeah. That's not going to fucking happen. It's absolutely not. <laughs> it's just and, not. And I'm just, I'm just taking notes. Yeah, you, no, you're it's spit, okay. You're spitting some fucking fire at the moment. I just want to make sure. <laughs> I've had we, a lot of, we, you know, I've been thinking about. Catch it all. Yeah. But you know, it, it's a, a, a side note to that practical advice of just imagine there's no end date. Right. Right. Stop. That's just, it. just put that to the side. 
the hyper focusing on this being over so that at that point you can start whatever it is you're procrastinating on, mm. get rid of it. Yeah. And a function of that is that you really have to lean into the vulnerability mm. of the uncertainty of the present. Yeah. Let's talk about the Massive Joe's business real quick because sure. you, just as you were mentioning that, I was like, fuck yeah, imagine if we had done that as a business. Like imagine if as a business – when the first lockdown happened, yeah. we were just like, guys, you know, everyone just cruise control. Yeah. We, you know, we're just going to sit this one out and we're just going to, you know, keep the stores shut and just keep doing what we're doing online and, you know, just, just cruise. And then when the Australian government come out, they were like six months, right? Mm -hmm. So when we get to the end of the six month period, because that's what we've been told the end date's going to be, uh. we'll just switch everything back on and everything will be all Gucci. Yeah. Could you imagine if we did that as a business? We'd be fucked. Well, <laughs> listen, a lot of it, because I know because my ears <laughs> close to the ground, a lot of our competitors have done exactly that. Yeah. And they're fucked. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Which is sad. It's good for us as a business because we have the competitive advantage of it. Right. But it's sad because you don't want to see anyone go out of business no, during this not pandemic at all. No. period. But it's just the nature of the fact. But no, you know, the, the first thing we did. You would remember the first mm. thing we did was I called everyone in to the boardroom. Mm -hmm. I was like, guys, we need to stay calm. Mm -hmm. We need to act fast. It's still on the whiteboard. Oh, it's not behind it. It usually is back over there, here, yeah. but the guys take it out for the podcast. You guys can't see all the confidential business information, <laughs> but it's on the other side of this wall, but the, it's still there. Yeah. We had the company meeting and at the top, it said this too shall pass. Mm hmm. Stay calm, act fast. Yep. And we went through, what are we going to do as a business right now? Because we can't sit on our hands and do fucking nothing. We can't write off this period and just hope that at the end date, things will go back to normal. So I think that's, the, that's a two-part practical advice, first and foremost. Get rid of this idea of the end date and be cognizant and as comfortable as you can be leaning into the vulnerability of the uncertainty of the present. I just want to just, just, just flip, flip real quick because something else that I've been thinking about a lot when it comes to, you know, this hyper focus on things going back to normal. And this, this is not just reflecting in things that I see in other people, but even reflecting myself and I'll give some personal examples as well, but it's worth actually taking the time to think about this quote unquote normal that you're in such a rush to get back to. Was that quote unquote normal making you happy? Yeah. Well, Was it giving you satisfaction? Was it giving you fulfillment? Like your, your quote unquote normal that you're in such a fucking rush to get back to, that you're willing to write off entire years mm. to get back to because that certainty and avoiding that vulnerability is so important to you. Do you even want to go back to that? Like legit. Give that some, pause this fucking podcast right now and give that some thought. What exactly are you in a rush to get back to? Because most people that I've spoken to had multiple parts of their lives that were quote unquote normal that they weren't happy with. That wasn't bringing them satisfaction. That wasn't bringing them fulfillment, but they're in such a rush to get back there because they hate the uncertainty so much 
I'm like, man, you are missing such an opportunity right now to not get back to normal, but get better. Yeah. And I, I've, I've had a lot of time to ponder that thought as well. We if, all have. Well, if, if normal, if the way that I was doing normal, yeah. you know, in, in business that say like with, with my role here at Massive Joe's, if, if yeah. what was normal yeah. was actually the best possible way of doing things, mm. you know, I, you do it because that's the way it's done. Mm-hmm. But this, this, uh, this virus has given me personally a chance to actually step back and, and look at what I deemed normal and kind of mm. go, well, yeah, no, nah, I'm not going to go back to doing things that way mm. because that way, you know, it wasn't necessarily the best way to do things. Yeah. You know, in, in what I do, you know, we've kind of had to, had to pivot and, and, and change a few things and, you know, looking, com- comparing the two ways of doing things now. Yeah. Like, well, why do you want to go back to normal? What was so good about normal, yeah. pre-pandemic normal, that you're in such a rush to get back there? Well, it's the title of this episode, right? What is normal? Yeah. What is normal? Mm. If if you ha- if you've yet to given that to to give that question some real dedicated, focused thought, which most people haven't. Mm. Let's be honest. I have, but I probably need to do more. Yeah. To be completely honest, because I, you know, I've been forced to definitely from a business perspective, I've wanted to from a personal life perspective. There's other parts of my life that I can probably even give more focused thought to it. But guys, this is this is this is the 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 next piece of practical advice that we can offer right now. Give some actual conscious focused thought on what your normal pre-pandemic period looked like and if you actually want to go back there because if you don't right now given as much uncertainty and as much vulnerability and anxiety and fear and all of these shit emotions that we're all experiencing this is the opportunity to start making that normal quote-unquote normal better I think something that has has come out of this for a lot of people and and if it hasn't if you haven't actually you know thought about the change and it's just sort of happened under your nose and you haven't really paid attention to it I think um people's balance has really been uh brought under the microscope for themselves and when I say balance I mean you know their balance between work and and mm. personal life and their training and and everything you've kind of been forced to to reshuffle that a little bit yeah. and, and what was once normal again, pre pandemic, what was once normal mm. um, was probably for, for a lot of people, not the right balance. And they've had a chance forced to, you know, they've been forced to, you know, either work from home a little bit or, you know, forced out of the gym or, you yeah. know, maybe even forced f- from their work, um, from their workplace. Mm. And it's given a lot of people the chance to go, yeah, maybe I was spending a little bit more, a little bit too much time at the office. Yeah. You know, maybe I was spending, you know, a little bit too much time, I don't know, at the gym or, mm-hmm. you know, it's really kind of, it, it's, you've, you've been forced to do it, mm-hmm. but like what an opportunity. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 100%. Like, and, and why, why do you want to go back to, to what was once normal for you if, if, you know, you've been forced into this opportunity and then it's actually made you realize that, you know, normal wasn't really all it was cracked up 
to be, I guess. Well, let's let's talk about some actual examples of of this because mm. it's a little it's a little wishy washy, and I want to really hit home and resonate with with the listeners and the viewers about the opportunities that are right here, right now, in the present to not go back to normal, but to make things better. So I think you you kind of touched on one just then, which is effectively time management. Yeah. You know, I think so many of us, myself included, and this is one of the big lessons that I've taken out of this pandemic period. And I'm like, fuck, I don't want to go back to that no. quote unquote normal because I like this better. Mm. This is better. It's nice. Uh, is uh, time management. Yep. You know, everyone's so busy. You know, busy doing this, busy doing that. Life is hectic. Life is, you know, busy, 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 busy. Well, now's the opportunity to revisit that time management. Like all of the things that were keeping you busy, well, a lot of them have been taken away because of lockdowns and, and you know, whatever, all of the restrictions and shit because of COVID. So do you want to go back to that, that busy? Mm. Or do you want to go, do you want to improve and get to effective? Do you want to get to, do you want to go back to hectic? where you continuously, I don't have time for this. I don't have time for that. I don't have time for this. Or do you want to improve and get to setting your priorities a little bit better so that you don't use that phrase, you know how much I hate it. I don't have time. And now you're saying things, well, it wasn't a priority. And the things that are a priority, I make the time to get to. So that's that's, that's one practical example of the opportunity the present is giving us. I'll give you another one. A lot of people's jobs have been affected. And the fact of the matter is, you know, we're dealing with the health crisis at the moment, right? We're still in, in my personal opinion, we're in the first wave of the health crisis of COVID-19. We still have to go through the first wave and multiple waves after that of the economic crisis of COVID-19. So the fact of the matter is, a lot of people's jobs and careers are going to be affected by this pandemic period. But a lot of people weren't really happy with their jobs and their career paths pre-pandemic. And they want to get back to it for security. Once again, for certainty. I get it. But if it wasn't bringing you happiness, what better time to give that some focused thought and go, you know what? I spent five years, 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, what, however long it's been down this particular career path that I never really intended to get down. And it's at the point now where it's really not bringing me a lot of happiness and fulfillment and satisfaction. The time is right here, right now to revisit that. And yeah, it's going to be hard to change because of the economic impact of COVID. It's going to be hard to get another job. It's going to be hard to switch career paths. Guess what? It's always fucking hard. It's always hard. And the deeper you get in, the bigger those golden handcuffs become in a particular career path, the harder they are to get off. And now's the opportunity to rip those motherfuckers off. I think along the the job we're talking about, careers and, and, and what you're, what you're doing for a living. Um, we should, we should touch on again, people sitting on their hands Yeah. with what you're saying. Um, if you are just sitting on your hands, waiting for this period to end, 
So you can get back to the shit job so that you, you hate doing. So you can get back to the shit job you hate doing. Or let's say, for instance, you were doing a job and, you know, you were kind of not, not you hated it. So you're not yeah. sitting here going, yeah, I don't want to go back to that. But mm. you're sitting here listening to this. One of those people who are sitting on their hands, mm. you know, say on JobKeeper or like I was talking about before, your role has kind of changed a little bit. You're not doing what you were once doing. Mm. Um, and, and you're sitting on your hands during this period going, well, yeah, once this period's over, I'm just going to go back to that role. Yeah. That for me is, is, is concerning. Well, it's, it highlights the tragedy of, of, you know, the, the regret associated with looking back on this period mm. and going, fuck, I spent a year or two years or three years or five years, however long it lasts, yeah. sitting on my hands waiting for it to be over and I missed the opportunity to make missed the change. It completely. And let's, like you said, it might not be over for two years, three yeah. years, four years, five years. Yeah. And you've spent that entire time sitting on your hands yeah. going, you know, I, I think you might have touched on it in one of your previous um, episodes relating the, the um, coronavirus, but... Yeah not using this opportunity to go out and explore something else, learn a new skill, mm-hmm. you know, upskill, mm-hmm. go and, you know, see if, if you can do something completely different. Yeah. Something that you've been thinking about doing or talking about doing or, but due to your poor time management, you haven't got around to, mm-hmm. to doing. Now's mm-hmm. the chance to do that. Well, now you've got all the time in the world. All right? the time in the this world. This is the, why I call it the, in, the exposure pandemic. Yeah. It's the great, it's a great exposer. Mm. It's exposing all of these bullshit fucking excuses that you've held on to all Squashing this stuff. Squashing them. And you know, but you know what the thing is, Leah, mm. is most of the people who are making those bullshit excuses and guys... I'm talking to you. <laughs> I'm serious. Don't yeah, laugh. No, because it's true. Because I hear this shit every fucking day. Yeah. I get messages about this every fucking day. People want my advice on this every fucking day. So I'm talking to you guys. You've just replaced those bullshit excuses that this pandemic period has exposed with the sitting on your hands bullshit excuse of writing off 2020 because we're in a pandemic period. Do you start to see... The pattern here, you're just making fucking excuses. On one hand, you don't have enough time. Now you've got all the time in the world, but we're in pandemic period. So it's not the right time. Oh, fucking what do you want? Yeah. Like when is it ever going to be the right time? What are you waiting for? Normal? (laughs) But this is what I'm saying, right? And this is, this is where I, you know, I, And this is why this is, this is this is so many people are going to listen to this piece of practical advice regarding career path and go, nah, it's too risky. You know, like the, the you just said the economic effect is still to come. Mm. But what I'm saying is you're always going to have an excuse. It's coming anyway. You're always yeah. going to have an excuse. And this pattern of finding excuses and procrastinating and just not fucking doing anything like this, this, and this is what I'm finding when I, uh, when I did the first few episodes on this, right, which was back in March and April. So we're talking like three and four months ago now. And as this pandemic period has gone on and I called it the great exposure and I said, you're being exposed, use this opportunity to, to all of these excuses that you've had, they're gone. You're being exposed and people still haven't fucking done anything because they just replaced that excuse with the sitting on your hands excuse, with the, hey, Alexa, fast forward to 2021 if and all these I, bullshit fucking memes. the hashtag ISO diet or yeah. ISO gains or ISO bod yeah. or anything like that, quarantine yeah. bod, any, any more, like yeah. it's just, yeah, I, 
It's bullshit, is man. It? Yeah. And I've seen so many people, let me tell you, when we were, you know, here in, in Australia, when we went into the first lockdown and parts of Australia are still in, well, they're in second lockdown now mm. and even harder lockdown. We went through that first lockdown and they mm. closed all the gyms and shit. You know how many people I saw after, how long were we in lockdown for? Eight, 10 weeks? Yeah, about that. 12 weeks, whatever. Let's say 10 weeks, right? You know how many people I saw before the 10 weeks and after 10 weeks and their physiques were not looking good. Mm. Their physiques were looking fucking shit. I was like, what the fuck did you do? Yep. You know what you did? You found an excuse. An easy one to grab at You as let well. your diet slide. You didn't fucking train. And you know these people are the people that always have fucking excuses for different areas of their life for not doing something. Still going to have this excuse. And I think that kind of leads into the next thing that, that I want to talk about, Joseph, is yeah. um, in, in, let's say, in 20, 30, 40 years to come, because mm. this, is, this is a historic time that we are living through. This yeah. is history. Yeah. This is going to be talked about in decades to come. And well, our kids and our grandkids and our, you know, it's, it, uh, I don't want to, I want, I want you to keep going on a path you're going, but this illustrates exactly what you're saying, mm. is I've really enjoyed speaking with the oldies recently. So this is interesting because right? I think we're on, the, we actually want to talk about the same thing here. Yeah. But no, you continue. Where, you yeah. know, like, like, like people at the age of our grandparents yep. and even older again, another generation and asking them about when was the last time you lived through something of this significance and them, you know, unless they're old enough to have lived through World War II, yep. they've never lived through anything this significant. Never. This sort of worldwide shutdown, this sort of global effect on health, on economies has never been experienced. So I've really enjoyed that because it's helped me put it in perspective and I'm going, shit, my kids and my grandkids and my great grand and for generations are going to look back at COVID-19 and the year 2020 and possibly 2021 and possibly 2022 and who knows when it's going to end as a incredibly fundamental historic event for, for perspective. Anyway, continue. So, I so exactly though. That, that's the perspective that I wanted you to give. Yeah. And then I wanted to pose the question to you when you have, you know, a little uh, grandkid on your lap mm. and they're like, pop Jojo, tell mm. me about, you know, tell me about the COVID-19 time. Yeah. What, what can, what are you going to be able to tell them? Mm. Are you going to be able to share a legacy, something you're proud of? Mm. You know, actually, this is what I did in, in that time. Yeah. Or are you going to be one of those people? And I know you're not going to be, but, you know, maybe some people listening are now thinking about this. Are you going to be one of those people who, you know, what are you going to tell me? Like, yeah, I just kind of waited it out and I lost a few years of my life. And, yeah. you know, that's not what you want. You know what most people are going to say? They're going to talk about it, like you're saying, in retrospect, mm. as bad. You can talk about it as that was that was horrible. You know what? You know what's bad. That and, was and, horrible. And this is again the perspective that we have, and and yeah. we've got the same grandparents. So mm. we we talk to our our Bupcher and Judgel, mm. our, our that's Polish grandma and grandpa. Yes, by the way. and and we can talk to them about the World War Two period. And yeah. <clears throat> let's just compare two things here. Mm. They had to leave people behind. Yeah. Never see them again. Flee countries. We have to stay inside for a few months. Yeah. We have to wear a mask in public. Yeah. Oh, no, we didn't have toilet paper. How about, oh, no, mm. you don't know when you're going to get your next meal. Mm. How's that for some perspective? Yeah. 
you know, so my biggest thing is you, I want to, I want to frame this time in my life to be able to tell the story one day yeah. and actually be proud of what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to be able to tell my kids and grandkids about the opportunities that I explored during that time mm-hmm. about the, 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 the new things that we did or the yeah. ways that we adapted or, you know, that's what I want to be able to do. So, and I think for the mm. listeners, that's, that's what you should all want to be able to do. You know what I'm going to be able to do and not, that's what I would like. This is how it's going to play out. I'm going to say it was an incredibly difficult and challenging time, mm. but I'm so grateful yep. that I was alive and I was the age that I was to live through it yep. because it taught me so many lessons. So many it valuable lessons. This and this and this and this. And had I not lived through that period yep. and had I not made the most of the opportunities that that period gave me to work on the different parts of my life and make them better, I wouldn't be the person I am today. That's the story I'm going to tell. And that should be the story that you guys listening and watching this should want to tell as well. Mm. Yeah, it sucks. But you know what sucks more? You know what today is? What is today? Today's the 75th anniversary of the US dropping an atomic bomb on Japan. There you go. That sucks. Mm. That's really fucking shit. Yeah. No one wants to live through that. Just a little bit of perspective for you guys. Yep, Imagine yep, telling yep. that story to your kids and your grandkids. We get to tell whatever story we choose to tell during this period. And we get to write that story right now. We literally have an open book and we have a pen or a pencil, whatever the fuck. And we're able to write whatever story we want to tell to our children and our grandchildren and their children, whatever legacy we want to leave, we're able to write that into history right now. And so many of you motherfuckers are sitting on your hands with a blank book and a pen or a pencil in front of you and refusing to pick it up. And you're going to look back on this period with regret. 100%. And you're going to look back on this period with negative emotion. And that is going to be the biggest tragedy to come out of all this bullshit. And that's, yeah, the, the only other certainty that we have, apart from that there, this will end eventually, um, is that the world keeps spinning. Yep. We're still doing laps. Yep. That's, that is, that is, there's no, been no pause button here mm. at all. You know, yep. you're, you're getting older. Mm. And I know for some of you, like 20 something year olds listening, you probably, you know, you think you've got all the time in the world, but mm. you don't. Mm-hmm. And you don't want to look back on this period and, and know that you were just sort of waiting for, again, normal, whatever the hell that is, and, yeah. and waiting for things to go back to pre pandemic ways because mm. you're losing time. 100%. You're never going to get it back. Mm-mm. The most precious resource we each have is yeah. that time. And you never know when it's going to run out either. Exactly right. I just don't. A couple of other things, uh, you know, I, I just want to highlight because I've taken some notes here that I think are quite important. Some other things that embracing this present period, um, opportunities that are literally right at your fingertips. And when we talk about writing your story, writing your legacy, these are some things that, you know, we should each try and make the most of. Another one is uh, continuing to develop empathy. 
you know, this is, once again, it's like talking to the oldies, you know, and, and, and stories of, of the Second World War. You know, one of the stark differences is that we live in a time of peace for the most part at the moment. And as a global community, we're all going through this together. So what an opportunity to, if, if you're not a very empathetic person, and, you know, let's be honest, our generation and generations younger than us are definitely on the scale of empathy to entitlement, definitely towards entitlement for the most part. This is a chance to really start developing that empathy. You know, start thinking about how not just this is affecting you, but how it's affecting your literal neighbor, the people you live next door to, the, the neighboring states that you live next door to, the neighboring countries that you live. Like, let's, let's talk, you know, let's, this is the opportunity to really start developing that empathy. And if you are quite an empathetic person, I consider myself to be reasonably empathetic. It's a chance to level up in that area of your life. You know, I've even gone, shit, this is a, re you know, this is an incredible opportunity to even like pound more empathy yep. into myself as a person. And I'm never going to have this opportunity again because there's, this is a one in a hundred year event. I might live to 120. I might see another one. Who knows? <laughs> but let's just say this is a once in a lifetime opportunity. You know, I'm never going to have this opportunity to really consider how other people on this planet who are all experiencing this at the same time, the effect that it's having on them. I just want to talk about something real quick. And okay. I, I wasn't going to go here, but I just and, feel like I oh need no, to go. I feel go like I need to go here. I think he's going to go somewhere. No, because, because, it's, because it's relevant at the moment in this country in particular. In this country and probably the US at the moment and a bunch of other countries, the UK as well. And I don't want to go political because it's, it's just not the time for politics, right? It's just not the fucking not time. The for we don't talk about politics. Uh, this no, and this anyway, is not so. a political podcast. But I do want to, I just want to talk about this, right? Because I think it, it really ties into this, this developing empathy, this whole thing with wearing masks oh God, at the moment. You, you're doing it. Okay. No, listen, yeah. I don't give a fuck whether as a person, you want to wear a mask, you don't want to wear a mask. You think that it's a violation of your human rights. Like you think that it's the government trying to control you and conceal your identity, whatever, whatever your views are on it. Whatever, you know, you read the science, science articles that say that masks don't do this, don't do that, whatever the fuck it is. Just consider for a second the community. Just consider somebody other than yourself. If the general community consensus is that wearing a mask not necessarily protects you, let's just put that aside, but protects other people in the community. Is it that big of a fucking deal to wear a mask? Like really, is it that, is it that big of a deal? And people will be like, oh yeah, but if you do that and you know, what's the next thing they ask you to do? And then what's the next thing? And you know, like, uh, where does it end? And all this fucking bullshit. It's just, it's just bullshit. It's just bullshit argument just for a second. And like I said, if you choose to wear a mask or don't wear a mask, I don't give a fuck. Right. It's your prerogative. I'm not, I'm not here to say you should or you shouldn't. I don't give a fuck. What I'm here to say is use this as an opportunity to develop empathy through thinking about the rest of the community when you're making a decision, whether or not to wear a mask. And also when you're making a decision, if you're feeling unwell, 
to go out into the community or go to the gym and get your workout in because it's important to you that you don't miss a workout, regardless of if you make 10 other people sick, not with COVID, let's just say a fucking cold. Mm. Let's or just like, say- Like you, got you got some- Yeah, last week him. I was yeah. feeling under the weather. It was shit. Yeah. And I really wanted to train, but I was like, nah. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to risk getting other people sick. Like just use it as an opportunity and all of this other shit because it's going to continue coming. There'll be the mask mandate and then there'll be the other fucking mandates and this mandate, whatever. Just use it as an opportunity to just consider the wider community from an empathetic perspective rather than just considering yourself and your human rights and your, uh, you know, whatever the circumstance is. Just think about others. Use it to develop empathy. I think that's, you know, one of, one of the, the great opportunities that we have at the moment. And I think, you know, the last one that I have here is... Working on your, you know, we, we spoke about the ISO diet, right? <laughs> in terms of, in terms of physical diet, um, mental diet. Yeah. You know, use this as a real opportunity to look at quote unquote normal with regards to what your mental diet looked like right. pre pandemic and whether that's gotten better or worse. For most people, it's probably gotten worse during this period because we've had more time and we generally fill that time with stupid shit as humans. That's generally what we do. I've been guilty of it. Don't get it twisted. We're all, we all do the same stuff. But give that some thought. You know, what were you consuming? What were you reading? What were you watching? What were you listening to? What are you reading? What are you watching? What are you listening to right now? And do you want to continue down that path? Do you want to go back to that path? Or do you want to start consuming things in your mental diet that are actually helping you level up? Like this podcast, for example. Are there improvements that you can make, not just to your physical diet, but to your mental diet during this pandemic period as well? You got any examples there you want to share? Look, no, I think you've hit the uh, nail on the, on the head with, with all that stuff. Mm. All that stuff and really it just, it goes back around to, again, if normal for you, if, if your consumption of content before coronavirus yeah. was a certain way and now during this pandemic period you've, you know, either adjusted or, you know, consuming different content or more content or if, if, post-pandemic, if you want to go back to what you were consuming, it's just giving you a chance to think about all of it's that. Just, yeah, it's just, it's just using this as an opportunity to really give a lot of conscious, focused yeah. thought to what normal looked like pre-pandemic and if that's something you want to go back to. Yeah. There's one last thing I want to say before, before we wrap this episode up. And, you know, we, we've kind of uh, – I've got a little bit fired up in this episode. And I've yeah, spoken about things I didn't really want to talk about, but fuck it. <laughs> It's there now. It happens. So it happens. We you, we go down rabbit holes. Well, it's raw. It's real. And that's probably what yeah. you guys like to hear anyway. So. Yeah, 100%. The final thing that I want to say, and, you know, you can probably pull on a bunch of your life experience to, to back this up. And as I'm talking, I want you to think of some examples okay. because I know that there'll be a few that come straight to mind. When I start at the beginning of this episode, when I was framing this, uh, this topic of, of what is normal, I said that as humans, we are wired 
to look for certainty or why to avoid uncertainty because uncertainty makes us feel vulnerable and it brings out a lot of negative emotions such as fear and anxiety and stress and anger and frustration and a lot of emotions that we don't like to experience. I'd like to propose that the people who experience the most happiness, the most fulfillment, the most satisfaction, the most bliss, and the most full range of positive emotions in their lives are actually those people who are able to lean into and embrace uncertainty. Actually, the people who are willing to put themselves in uncomfortable positions because they understand that being uncertain and confronting discomfort actually helps them get to different levels in all areas of their life that without that discomfort and without that uncertainty, they wouldn't be able to access. They wouldn't be able to unlock. And I've seen it time and time again in the people who I've spent time with who have been the happiest, the most fulfilled, the most satisfied, the, the, just the, the ability to experience the full range of positive emotions are those who are not afraid of uncertainty. And you, you know, you can, you can look at it, you, you know, fitness times business. You can look at it in the fitness realm. You can look at it at putting yourself in, 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 um, you know, in order to achieve your physique goals or your performance goals, what do you have to do? You have to get uncomfortable. Whether it's following a diet that makes you feel hungry because you're trying to lose some body fat, whether it's going into the gym and lifting weights that are really difficult and make you feel sore because you're trying to build some muscle or you're trying to increase performance. From a competitive perspective, physique-based sports, whether it's stepping on stage in your fucking underpants in front of thousands of people, Right? Yep. Confronting the discomfort being and being uh, okay with the uncertainty ultimately leads to the experience of really deep and really developed positive emotions. If you talk about business, if you talk about career, being able to take risks, being able to upskill, and the only way you can upskill is to do shit you've never done before. Yep. Right? the ability to confront really tricky situations and figure out how to get through them. And the only way to do that is to confront situations that you've never confronted before. We're in one right now to develop those skills. Those people are the most satisfied, the most fulfilled, the most blissful. You agree? No, I agree. Um, and it all, one of the things that is coming to mind is that, that quote that we see a lot, um, is that, uh, and this is, I'll paraphrase this, but that, you know, great things come at the end of your comfort zone. Mm. You know, that's where success happens. Yeah. And, and me personally, you're talking about with your training and, and things like that. I like to call it the pain cave. Yeah. You know, you always spend a lot of time there to, to be successful mm -hmm. um, in fitness, you know, in, in competitive sports or yeah. you got you got to get uncomfortable mm. and, and, and same with business. Yeah. And you're right. The the, the people there's that no certainty. No, in business, there's no certainty. You can have all the you can have all the plans. You can have the best strategic smart goals. You can have the best staff. You can have fucking the best product, the best service. 
and then someone eats a fucking bat in China. <laughs> no, it was how it started, right? And all of those plans are like that. That's that's that is uncertainty. Yeah. Right. In competitive sport, you can be. Let's pick basketball. We're both basketball fans. Mm-hmm. We've got MJ sitting behind me. Yep. You can be the best basketballer on the planet. You can be in the best team ever assembled, the Bulls, 96-97. Well, it's up for debate. The best. But, uh, you know, you can be the best. But at tip-off, you don't know if you're going to win that game. Mm. It's uncertain. Mm. But when you do, you get to experience all those positive emotions. So I'd like to propose that even though we're wired as humans to avoid uncertainty, and we're wired to focus on the end date of this pandemic period and postpone all of our plans until this pandemic period is over. I'd like to propose that those of you listening and watching who are actually able to embrace the uncertainty of the present and use it to work on getting better, not getting back to normal, are going to come out of this telling the story of the pandemic period in an incredibly positive light. And I think ultimately that's what we all want. That's exactly what we all want. That's how we all want to come out of this. So let me summarize real quick because we have been through, you know, a bunch and I just want to just get the, the practical tips out for the listeners and viewers to apply right now. So the first one is stop focusing on this end date. You don't know when it is. You don't know how long it's going to go for. If you're focused on the end date and that's your justification for wiping years off the calendar, years off your life, where does that end? So I think that's the, you know, the, the first is to, is to just, just get rid of that. Mm-hmm. The second is if you're in such a rush to get back to quote unquote normal and you haven't yet stopped and given some conscious focused thought on whether quote unquote normal was bringing you happiness and fulfillment and satisfaction and all of the shit that you really wish your life had. Do you really want to go back there? Mm -hmm. Or do you want to use this opportunity right now to get better? Yep. Not to get quote unquote back to normal. The third one is the perspective of this legacy period in 20 years time, 40 years time, 60 years time, 80, 100 years time. And you're telling the story of COVID-19 to your kids, your grandkids, your great-grandkids, your great-great-great-great-grandkids. Telling them I a think story. I, I think I threw too many. Hey, man, anyway. I'm going 120 over all here, right. right? I'm telling all kinds of stories. I'm going to be the old storyteller. <laughs> Sitting on a hill. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Group of little people yeah, the around. Philosophical him. storyteller. Okay. With a big fucking white beard, <laughs> a big fucked up afro. Um, <laughs> when you're telling the story of COVID 19, what story do you want to tell? Really give that some thought and really understand that right now you have a blank piece of paper, you have a blank book, and you have a pen. And you're writing that story right now. And what sort of story do you want to write? What sort of story do you want to be able to tell in years to come? And then the fourth and final piece of practical advice is to embrace the uncertainty of the present. Lean into the vulnerability of the present. It's going to be uncomfortable. 
it's going to be, it's going to bring up feelings of anxiety. It's going to bring up feelings of fear. But this is the opportunity right now to start getting comfortable with being uncomfortable. Because if you're able to lean into the extreme of the negative emotions, you're able to experience the full fledge of the positive emotions. That's all I got. Summed up very nicely. You got anything else you'd like to add? No, I'm good. That's it. I think we've had a good chat. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, we've so. had a really good chat. Guys, if you've enjoyed the show, the one thing that we ask is, you know, we we one thing that we we've never done on Fitness Times Business or the podcast before, the Massive Joe Show, is we don't run ads. We don't promote the show with paid advertising. We don't do any of that sort of shit. We're just, you know, we're interested in getting you guys the best practical advice we can to help you level up. And we're interested in this advice reaching as many people as possible. And the vehicle for us to be able to do that is you guys. So the one thing we ask in return is that you share the show. Share it on your Instagram story. Take a screenshot of whatever podcasting platform you're listening on right now. Share it in your Instagram story. Tag myself at Joseph Mensell. Tag Leah at Leah Mensell and share it in your IG story. Share it on your IG profile. Man, I don't really care how you share it. It can be digitally. It can be person to person. You know, one thing that I'm really big on is like I listen to not many podcasts, but I'm a very avid listener of the podcasts I listen to. Mm-hmm. And I always tell people, person to person, when we're talking about, you know, you've seen a movie or you've listened to a podcast or you've watched a cool clip on social media, I'm always throwing the hat in the ring. I'm going to say, guys, I listen to Ed Milet's Max Out. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you need to listen to that shit. So however you guys want to share, that's all we ask in return. Obviously, this podcast is completely free. No ads, none of that shit. We just ask in return, if you've enjoyed the content, if you've taken some practical advice, make sure you share the show and help us spread the message of Fitness Times Business. Help us reach as many people and help as many people as we possibly can. Hmm. Leah, thank you very much. Thank you. For being in. Your uh, contribution to Fitness Times Business podcast is it's always lovely to have no, you in the episode. Fun. And Good. I'm sure the listeners and the viewers like your input and your insight as well. Thank you. Guys, you could have been anywhere in the world right now, but you're here with us. We appreciate that. Until next time, catch you on the flip side. Thank you for tuning into this episode of the Fitness Times Business Podcast. Be sure to subscribe. And if you enjoyed listening to this episode, make sure you give us a five-star rating. Until next time, we'll catch you on the flip side.